the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing more. Thanks for listening to the show. Happy day to you. Stock slammed again as the Brexit fallout continues. Dow down more than futures pointed to. So you see the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 236. Keep in mind, we're about 1,600 points above where we were in February. So what's that tell you? We either have a long way to go on the downside or a lot of this is built in. NASDAQ's down 78 points. S&P 500 down roughly 30 points. 10-year Treasury sits under 1.5%, which is pretty alarming. Great time to get a refi, great time to get a mortgage if you're a long-term patient investor in real estate um, or if you like that long-term liability that real estate gives you while paying yourself rent or having someone else do it for you. S&P 500 down 30 today. Gold up to 13.28 an ounce. The Brexit uncertainty is raining down on the markets. Do, 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 do. <clears throat> I have to do my own sound effects these days. A budget's been cut. So <clears throat> a lot of uncertainty out there. Ramifications of the UK's vote to leave the European Union. At this juncture, it looks like they've you know, returned with the same conviction that the whole thing created a whole mess. This is not going to play out quickly. It's going to take some time. could take up three years. So it's interesting, as we started last week, the big concern was um, the big concern was the Federal Reserve raising interest rates, and the small concern was the Brexit vote. As the week has played on, no one really cares about the Federal Reserve. In fact, they were like, yeah, they're not going to be raised anytime soon. Following Friday's 3.6% decline in the S&P 500, we are lower today. Again, we're well above. We had a huge rally from February through mid-June. A uh, huge rally. So the market looks you know, better compared to European markets. But again, it could take a couple of days to really let the gas out 
of the tire or the car or the balloon. Uh, whatever you're thinking about is the right way of putting that. Some of the support for Asian markets today, you saw Japan jump 2.4% after they had almost an 8% drop on Friday. You saw the Shanghai Composite gain 1.5% after a 1.3% loss on Friday. Some of that support stems from a weakening in related currencies, as well as chatter out of Japan that their government stands ready with yet another stimulus package in the event that market or economic conditions grow worse in the wake of the Brexit decision. It's one thing we're going to talk about today that we're going to clearly see, in my opinion, is uh, stimulus, tax cuts, and potentially, you know, big projects announced, like we're going to build a space shuttle to Mars, we're going to build roads all around the world, we're going to put tunnels under buildings. Uh, You're going to see a lot of government spending in the next 12 months. And you could say, like, that's a good thing because it puts people to work short term. You could say it's a bad thing because it's typically done with money that we don't actually own. So depending on what source you choose to read right now, the U.K. vote is either an act of political courage, an act of economic ignorance, a cause for other EU countries to follow suit, a cause for the remaining EU countries to band together more strongly, a catalyst for a global recession, It could be a basis for providing monetary and fiscal stimulus, like I just mentioned. It could be an early warning sign of how a sense of nationalism, protectionism could shape the election outcome in the United States in November. There's a lot of things here. A lot of things to digest. Um, A lot of people think that if the EU just had had the courage and kicked Greece out a year ago, two years ago, that it would have made for a stronger European Union, uh, and the UK probably would have stayed. Uh, In the end, I still think Greece has to go, because in the end, I still think they're going to fail. Elsewhere out there, uh, not even elsewhere out there, you know, it's kind of a Pandora's box kind of day. Uh, It's kind of a Pandora's box kind of market. We opened it up, the EU Brexit, and we're still dealing with it. Keep in mind the European Union or the UK only accounts for roughly 4% of the world's GDP. It's, it's not huge. British pound's getting crushed again. Euro, meanwhile, is down another 1.1% against the dollar. It's the dollar stronger. There's been a lot of attention on weakness of currencies, which has driven the U.S. dollar index up. Somewhat lost in the European mix of things, however, is the movement in the Chinese yuan. Today's midpoint fixing of 6.6 against the dollar marks the weakest level against the greenback since December 2010. Um, United States doesn't have a lot of credit exposure in this scenario, so it's not going to get hairy gross. It's not going to get hairy out of control. Um, the dollar strength ultimately is construed as an effective tightening of monetary policy since it's going to tramp down uh, and, and basically slam and kick inflation in its face. Um, because of it's going to crimp the earnings of prospects of U.S. multinationals, which in turn will hold back businesses' investment. Clearly, that's not what the Federal Reserve wants, nor is it what the rest of the world needs, but it will uh, tighten things. So Federal Reserve's job is to tighten money supply when there's inflation. Long story short... Uh, This is a lot going on, and I know the average listener out there is probably going like, I'm going to turn it to something funny. Feel free, I get it. The range of near-term economic outcomes uh, in the wake of the Brexit vote. 
is seen by many to range from a further slowdown at best to a global recession at worst. The thinking is manifesting itself in sovereign bond markets as well as the price of oil and gold. Um, there's just a whole lot of moving parts right now. And again, we don't even know if it's going to happen. That's how ludicrous this is. A lot of people are saying, let's have another vote. Germany's like, just pull the trigger. Because UK, once they pull the trigger and say, we're out, they've got up to two years to pull it off, even though that's not set in stone in any way, shape, or form. Uh, the sense of negativity is very, very high, which is why traders have to respect the possibility of a contrarian rally at some point in time. Um, I'm not spooked. I'm not freaked out. Right now, the one thing that is clear is that the Brexit cloud of uncertainty, it's going to rain. Um, and it's going to rain on the markets when the opening bell rings. Sometimes when it rains, it pours. Uh, I hope you're with me on that. So it's, I don't think it's horrific. So uh, risk-off posture persists. Global financial names pace a retreat. The dollar is strengthened as the pound of the euro has slid. The heavily weighted financial and industrial sectors lead the downside. The only strength right now, in my opinion, is utilities. Uh, utilities being, you know, you're going to have to pay your electricity bill, your water bill across the United States, and they've got no exposure to foreign markets in theory. Um, I'm sure there's some limited exposure, but very, very, very limited and tied towards currencies and you know, product and things along those lines. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. There are some silver linings out there. Um, so, you know, the referendum could end up solving a fundamental contradiction within the EU. Since it first joined 40 years ago, the UK has treated the EU as a super free trade agreement. That is an end in itself. Second, the referendum could act as a wake-up call for polarized politicians who have repeatedly failed to implement the package of required policies. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Globalization may be peaking and lead to slower growth and inflation. That's one of the implications from the European Union and the UK split. On this weekend, Spain's going to have some general elections, and let's see how the anti-establishment, the anti-government side lands. The Fed, they may be they're they're going to be done raising rates unless they're really seeing something aggressive in the United States as far as a heat-up goes. And that should help real estate, and that should help the stock market. Low cost of money. 
Look for a shift from monetary to fiscal stimulus, federal spending and tax cuts. Um, have a long-term investment plan and stick with it. Those are some of the implications that I have for you. Now, the end of the Fed cycle, you know, we've had incredibly low interest rates for seven-plus years. Um, really, since 9-11, we've been on 9-11 terrorism. We've been on that March lower. There was a period of time where we tried to get back to normal, but we can't seem to do it. I don't feel comfortable saying this out loud, but if I were at a bar with four or five in me, I'd say, I don't know if we're ever going to see higher interest rates again in my lifetime. And my investment lifetime is 20 to 60. Um, so I've got 14, 15, 16, 17 years left on that investment lifetime. Um, it's been a long time. And now it's benefited the, me hella good with low interest rates, and that's helped with real estate. Speaking of real estate, let's bring in Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Tony, I was recently at the pool where some kid called me Blubber the Killer Well. <laughs> no, he didn't. So I was recently at the pool, and I met a man who was in retirement um, with his grandkids, and his wife had recently passed, and he felt awkward telling me that. But I was like, yeah. He's like, I've known you for years, and I'd love for you to take a look at my financials. So I said, send it on over. And when I looked at it, he's making three pretty big mistakes with his income. Um, one of them is the assumption of no inflation, but he was you know, looking for 5% returns when he has probably enough money to live off 2% drawdown. So I gave him some advice. And I'm like, this is probably why you want to hire a financial planner is because you've made three tiny mistakes that equal 20% of your portfolio. Um, I've known you for a long time. I actually begged you to move out to California when I got to California 15 years ago because Another area where people make mistakes are mortgages and buying real estate. And um, in both cases of financial planning and in the case of getting a mortgage, it's intimidating. It's stressful. I'd love CFP Chad Burton because he, he's very human. He'll tell you about financial planning while eating pizza. I love you in large part because you'll sit down with people and spend way too much time um, being friendly because that's your nature. You actually like people. I don't like people. And that's probably why we're friends. But it's a pretty stressful environment, and people need to know their options, and they need to know to do it right. Um, and, like, hey, I can save you money on your tax deductions, or I can get, buy you points and get you a cheaper mortgage, or, you know, it looks like you've moved every five years according to your credit report. Why are you buying a 30-year mortgage? Why don't you just get a five-year arm? Um, you have to get to know people. So you're a team member, per se, where I send people to you because I trust you and I know you're going to do the right thing. Yeah, we've definitely enjoyed working with you for uh, the, the, who's, who's we. I don't know. I guess I said I'm, I, I did. Okay, thank you. I, I've enjoyed working with you over the last eleven years. Uh, the seminars have been fantastic. I enjoy those uh, immensely. As you, um, as you say, you do about four to five, six of them a year. Uh, we've enjoyed those over the years as well. There's the, the other we again. Um, maybe I'm including my wife, but I do like getting friendly with people, and and you really do have to get to know people. I, I sat down. Uh, last night I had a, a couple beers with a client. We talked about his, uh, you know, buying opportunities, and he, he had moved from China here to the United States um, after spending 10 years there. And you know, we we did sat you, down and got to know him, and and you know, we we figured out a game plan for him, and and it took about two hours. And um, yeah, that could have been a little bit longer, could have been a little shorter, but you're not going to get that kind of service from everybody. And and when I first came to the Bay Area. A lot of people were just walking down the street and saying, hey, you want a mortgage, you want a mortgage, you want a mortgage. And, and that's what it was kind of like. And they would just start the application. Next thing you know, these people were in a house. Uh, it takes a little bit more nowadays. Um, a lot of people have learned that real estate isn't always that bucket of chicken that they thought it was, um, especially after the, the big 
recession that we had and people lost life savings and people are skittish about you know jumping into real estate so quickly but you know affordability is one of the big things that we we start off with and um i because i've worked with you for so long i've, I've kind of been you know the the whole philosophy of, of retirement is uh, has been uh, kind of ingrained into me that i, I one of the statements and uh, most people that i've ever talked to will attest to this i said i don't want you buying a house unless you can fund your retirement. Uh, and I'm still surprised that a lot of people out there are not able to fund their retirement. And we, we just did a transaction for a client that their parents pushed them into buying a house and they haven't saved a lot of money, but they qualified. And, uh, you know, after many, many months of, of uh, watching home prices go up, they still ended up buying a house um, and they're going to struggle. Pay, they're they're, they're going to pay about thousand dollars or $1,500 more than they were paying in rent. And they still weren't able to save money at the lower rent. So, People are people still make these decisions, whether regardless of what we do, but we we try our best, Rob. Yeah. Um, when you were sitting down with your client who was born in China, did you ask him, "Is Calgon really the ancient Chinese secret, <laughs> or was it whisk?" He, he he was he's he's actually American that spent ten years with a company there, but he and he said he's, he goes Tony, I can't figure out the economy there at all. He says uh, my my wife who he met there owns a what would be the equivalent of a two million dollar house, but it only rents for twenty five hundred dollars a month. Um, I, I don't understand the economy at all. And, and besides, he, he he's in the uh, renewable energy and thing, and he kind of uh, discouraged by how how bad the the um, air quality was there. He said he had to have two purifiers running at all times, and he just got sick of it, no pun intended, and and decided that the, the best move would be back here in the Bay Area. Yeah, I'm referring to, by the way, the Calgon commercial, the late 1970s, where a man takes his clothes to the laundry and the you know can't figure out how to get bring around the collar out and totally inappropriate by today's standards of commercials to have a Asian woman chant ancient Chinese secret. Anyway, um, it's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Uh, deglobalization is something that's coming out of Europe at this point in time. It's hard to see how deglobalization would be bullish for a PE multiple, which drives the stock market. If earnings growth slows, profit margins shrink. If profit margins shrink, potentially inflation rises. The market's PE multiple would have to come down. Um, it's hard to see how the market can make a lot of progress in the near term. Um, we're going to be stuck in a trading range, in my opinion, somewhere of 1,800 to 2,100 uh, on the S&P 500. I like moments like this because uh, it allows us to stop and say, okay, let's max out the 401k or let's let's do something else. Um, let's not focus on the negative. I'm not saying don't acknowledge that it's there. It's like, don't go, oh, there's nothing wrong. All's good. Nothing to see here. Uh have a plan. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. 
Fighting Dory Top's domestic off uh, domestic box office. I think that is a, a cute story for Pixar and Disney, for sure. Um, and they're certainly having some issues these days with uh, what's going on. A company that was, you know, founded to be the world's happiest place has had some issues, including, you know, uh, installing of metal detectors. Make sure you don't bring a gun to the happiest place in the world. And, you know, uh, child safety issues. So, uh, Finding Dory, obviously, a very big hit for Disney. Yet again, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Consumers have rekindled their love affair with cars and pickup trucks and sport utility vehicles, favoring them over smaller cars, hybrids, and electric vehicles. In fact, the number of people who are turning in um, their electric vehicle, uh, nearly 75% of the people who have traded in a hybrid or electric car have replaced with an all-gas car. 75%. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Talk a little financial planning action. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. So, Chad, basically my dad died early and my mom's got bad health for 20 years already of retirement. Does my retirement look like it's going to suck or what? <laughs> Does it really look well? I think you'll probably be okay, Rob. But uh, you do have to stay healthy. Yeah, um, that's it's absolutely part of responsible, you know, healthy choices for retirement is is concentrating on your health and also making sure you're constantly saving. Here's a poor choice. I saw, I saw this just horrible, beat up car driving down the road. Um, one of those cancer ribbons on it, okay. big giant pink cancer ribbon, like fight cancer. Okay. I'm dying to see where this goes. The lady's smoking in her car with the two <laughs> kids in the back seat, and I'm like, I, so I'm looking at, you know, mm-hmm. I don't judge people by their their beat up cars because you know I've got a decent looking car, a couple dents, hundred and sixty thousand miles on it, right? right. I, I, I really don't care about that, but it kind of leads to the next look. Okay, so you're smoking, you don't care about your health. To now, your kids in the, are in the car, so you don't even care about their health. Right. And I guarantee they have nothing safe for retirement. Yet they're ten, spending a ton of money on cigarettes. Like their cigarette habit is their retirement plan. Because they're going to retire and die. That's fair. Instead of having saved that money, and they could have retired at some point. So, oh, yeah, this. Is, you and I share a very humble vision of the future, uh, where we see people just do bad things financially. Well, there's a. I, I've got to find this person that was interviewed because I, I saw a, a great one on, on Bloomberg about that. Part of What is the reason for the wealth gap that we're seeing? And, and part of it is because people, you know, hopefully you're teaching your kids about wise decisions, about saving money, making money, how to take money and use it to make more money. Right. And then people are tending to get married later, meaning they're making better choices on their marriages and they're marrying like kind individuals. Yeah. So it's kind of like the more – it's you know different sides of money getting together, highly educated. They're making more but money. But also if people are making more money in their 20s, more people would probably be getting married. Some women are putting off because they're looking for that husband who could provide. Yeah, I mean it could be. I mean some – There's a lot start, of there's a lot of factors moving here. There is a lot of factors, and then there's also a lot of lack of opportunity in certain areas where, where kids are growing up in, in poor areas, and they don't see the opportunity outside of – you know their current vision, their current realm of opportunities. Um, so I've got a, I've got a it's, friend. It's tough to solve. It really is. I've got a friend here who makes almost seventy thousand dollars a year. I'm like, you need to move. 
Because $70,000 a year in the Bay Area is basically poverty. It's not. $70,000 is a lot of money in Seattle. It's nothing. Oh, it's not a lot of money. Seattle's expensive. Well, I'm trying to say. Go down to Vancouver, Washington. That's fine. (laughs) But But that's a humbling message we're sending about Social Security and retirement. And, uh, you know, that's a good paying job. It is good. We're starting to see some wage inflation at the lower level, too. And I think... You know, one of the things that would help the economy drastically and help jobs numbers and everything else is, is tax incentives to businesses to go into different areas to create jobs. The, um, you know, our current tax code is horrible. I mean, we're totally getting past the point of where we where we started with, which was kind of this "Am I ready to retire?" list, right? I mean, the, this guy writes and he says, "Hi, Chad. Here's my plan on paper. I'm 48. I need 55 grand a year in retirement based on this list for my monthly cost." So he goes through and he provides me this list, and I love these. If you guys want to shoot me an email, you know, am I ready to retire, chat at chadburton.com. I love these emails in terms of helping people look at their current situation. Are they doing the right thing? Is there enough? Now, and he lists out his medical insurance costs. He's he's putting in there a factor for long-term care insurance, so he's obviously been listening. Car insurance, dental, vision, property taxes, personal tax, some entertainment, utilities, things like that. So he's given me this total. And he tells me that he's going to have a pension that covers some of the costs, some Social Security at age 70 that covers some, covers some of the cost. The problem is in the first line of the sentence, Rob. Here's my plan on paper. I'm 48 and I need 50,000, 55,000 a year in retirement based on this list for my monthly cost. He's 48 years old. He's right. not going to retire for another you know, 15 to 18 years. Right. So he doesn't need $55,000 a year. He needs $110,000 a year. That's what he has to base his budget on. Because the value of the dollars cut in half every 18 years, even with the current rates of inflation. So he's compl- he's totally off track. I don't even have to read the rest of the sentences in terms of his monthly costs because he actually needs to double each of one of those costs because of inflation. And everybody from a normal person to an engineer sometimes makes this, you know, a constant, consistently makes this mistake in terms of inflation. That's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about from investing to Brexit investment implications. Uh, hopefully you have a plan. I'm going to go over some sectors and some ideas that I, if you take away the EU decision, would be probably a pretty good idea at this point in time. We're pretty late into a cycle, a business cycle of expansion, we will run into, in my opinion, a recession before we run into a boom period. And recessions aren't bad thing. Um, bad things. In fact, a lot of times markets tend to rally into recessions knowing that a boom's coming soon. Now, how much fiscal stimulus do we get? How much monetary policy loosening can we have? Probably not much. Um, I wouldn't put you know, your lunch money on what I'm about to say. Uh, consumer discretionary and technology tend not to be great late in the cycle. What tends to be great late in the cycle is what's going to be good in the next part of the economy, a boom. Materials, consumer staples, healthcare, energy. As, you know, estimates have been coming down, estimates have come down, estimates have been coming down, and that leads to, well, expectations that you can beat. And I think utilities still look pretty attractive. The three areas that I think look most attractive for two to three years out Materials, healthcare, and energy. The areas that I think look weakness, consumer discretionary and technology. 
Um, utilities are good. Consumer staples are good. Kind of eh on financials and uh, industrials. Kind of eh on telecom. I like the dividends of telecom, but you look at the value of AT&T and you go, you go I can't say curse words on air, but if I could, it would sound something like, holy hockey pucks, right? AT&T, which is a stock I own, has rallied from 31 a year ago to 41. Um, it has a nice 4.62% dividend yield, but it also has a PE of 17 times earnings. And when you start looking at next year's expectations, it's got roughly a PE of about 13, which isn't bad. So I'm not making my point with that example. Um, let's take a look at Verizon and see if that makes a better case. Oh, no, Verizon, I think... I've always liked Verizon more than AT&T, but I like AT&T's dividend a little bit more than Verizon's. Um, and Verizon's trading at a 12 times PE this year, 13 times next year. So, and if you looked at your phone bill recently, I'm not going to use the word offended, but I'm offended. <laughs> okay, I used the word offended. There you have it. Uh, but Verizon and AT&T, both great dividend yields. In the last 52 weeks, uh, Verizon's gone from 38 to 55. So there's really good opportunities out there. And if you listen to this show, you know that. And hopefully you listen to this show on a regular basis. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Chipotle has started a loyalty program. I've often said when I need to lose weight, <laughs> Mexican food or E. coli, um, I need something to get me kind of going. Um, and that's... W- definitive joke, and dear gosh, don't take me seriously. Uh, well, you can take me seriously if you want, but I think you get the idea where I'm going at with this. So Chipotle started um, a loyalty program. It's This promotion's called Chitopia Summer Rewards. It's going to begin July 1st. It's going to last for three months. The program's going to provide free food to customers if they make multiple visits within a month company has been trying to rehabilitate its brand since the E. coli outbreak and multiple norovirus cases were linked to the chain. Chipotle has used previous marketing and coupon offers to lure people back with limited success so far. Same stores plunged 30% um, in the first quarter of the year. One of the problems with Chipotle is that they, they've created their own problem. Is that, you know, you say fresh food is good stuff. And then people start expecting fresh food being good stuff. Uh, more options will come out of the woodwork. It's like firing a gun, bang. Chipotle was like, woohoo! Uh, fast, fresh food? I mean, I guess they kind of came up with that, in my opinion. Um, but competitors are cropping up everywhere. So, 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. One of the downsides of eating healthier cutting your salts, staying more local, we'll live longer. And if we live longer, you better have more saved. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on 
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, invested, and more. Um, give me just a second. I know that's not good radio, but I'm doing a live show and uh, doing the best I can to get you real good information. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Take a look at the markets. Uh, I know this is an important time. I know a lot of people are a little freaked out. I know there's a lot of opinions trying to sway you. I know that you think it's like gambling. It's not. Um, I would say that our investing roadmap has some potholes in it. <laughs> And the road went from, okay, we got problems in the United States. We just recently saw some economic data on jobs. It was a little less than great. Uh, okay, we see interest rates might be going up. There's this little vote on Europe and the Brexit coming up. And down the road, we need to grow revenues. Oh, my gosh, that pothole just showed up from the Brexit. And potholes are going to hit you know, multiple, parts, multiple parts of the economy. You know, I just went over some ideas on sectors to invest in and how they'll likely do. Um, Citigroup was chugging. Very well positioned, but they've got a lot of exposure to Europe and the UK. Um, Barclays as well. So it, it brings up, you know, how much exposure is there and what does it really mean to you and me? And uh, how comfortable are we with that? Because that's ultimately something that's pretty important. The pound obviously is getting thumped. Gold is flying higher. The discounting process is not finished. Strategists believe that it's you know, the UK stocks need to correct another 7 to 10%. A lot of people want the UK to hit a mild recession. They've trimmed their US GDP forecast from 2.9 to 2.4 down to 2%. Markets had their worst day ever on Friday, hemorrhaging $2 trillion the day after the Brexit. $2.08 trillion wiped out of global equity markets. So that trumps Lehman Brothers' bankruptcy during the 2008 financial crisis and the Black Monday stock market crash of 1987. It's a lot of dollars. Percentage-wise, it's not nearly as much. Um, you know, S&P 500 is down 4 5% for the, you know, uh, from its highs. That's not bad at all. Now, again, we hit a low back in February, March. We recovered nicely, um, but the Dow and the S&P 500, in theory, could go back to those lows or retest those lows before really making much of a move higher or lower. Keep in mind, there's so much negative sentiment out there that we're also at the point of saying things along the lines of, what are we saying? We're saying things along the lines of, hell in a handbasket, hell in a handbasket. <laughs> Um, and that could, uh, that could, you know, things can change quickly. Uh, low interest rates are good for stocks. Low interest rates are good for borrowing. Global fiscal stimulus, if you're going to borrow as the United States or the UK or parts of the EU might, good time to do it is when interest rates are near zero. When you see companies like Nissan borrow for like two or three basis points, uh, you know, your mortgage is, let's say your mortgage is 
4%. That's 400 basis points. When you see companies borrow at 2 to 3 basis points, it's ridiculously cheap. Uh, with monetary policy having done most of the heavy lifting over the last seven years, central banks increasingly out of ways to stimulate further, you're going to have to see some federal government spend or on projects or cut taxes. I think now is a really good time to look at your portfolio and see how you feel with it. Some investors are rightfully concerned. Um, I think every investor is different, and it's natural to have questions in times of uncertainty. You want to stick with a plan and think long-term. If you're 55 or under, this isn't nothing but a thing. If you're in retirement and you count on your savings to replenish your cash flow, you better have had a plan. And that's one of the reasons I recommend working with CFPs, certified financial planners like Chad Burton and his staff. Um, Europe's never going to be the same again, in my opinion. Uh, Citizens of the UK have voted to leave the European Union, and they've undone half a millennium of work towards pacifying the most war-torn continent on the planet Earth. Europe has been at war with itself. The Pax Romana never fully pacified the Germanic tribes. Strife was frequent throughout the Middle Ages. The Battle of Agincourt solidified just nasty feelings between the English and the French. The Thirty Years' War was one of the bloodiest conflicts in the history of mankind. The Napoleonic Wars shook the world. The World Wars of the 20th century killed about half as many as people as it existed on the entire planet at the time Julius Caesar conquered Britain from Rome. For Rome, 2,000 years earlier. Never going to be the same. So, uh, particularly what I'm looking at is Italy and Spain and interest rates tied towards that, those nations' debt. Uh, this all could have been handled, in my opinion, by kicking out Greece from the EU. They should never have been allowed in the EU. But I'm not going back and saying I was right, but I was right. Dun, da, da, da. I was right. Long live, long live the king of Westeros, Rob Black. And if you watch Game of Thrones, you know that I won't be the king for long. Well, he- well healthcare is uh, a lot less affected by the business cycle than some other sectors. It's not completely isolated. I think everyone should look at the Fidelity Select Healthcare Portfolio, ticker symbol FSPHX. Um, as the overall stock market's risen the last several years, you know, uh, you pay attention to some sectors that, again, do well in good economies and bads. Companies like Medtronic and Boston Scientific, uh, they've got fortresses of product that keep competition at bay. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. We'll talk soon. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.